One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning on this Friday, November 10th, 2023. We're a few days away from uh, Thanksgiving as we celebrate Veterans Day. Please thank and honor all those who served in the military in wartime or peace and remember those that made the ultimate sacrifice for all of us. That's something that's said all the time. Let's put some real, real meaning behind it. Troubling times we are living in. Since the breakout of the Israel-Hamas war on October 7th, hate crimes have exploded in New York City, particularly anti-Semitic incidents. Unbelievable. The first one I'm about to tell you about. Simply unbelievable. The anti-Semitism this woman is quoted as stating in which she says, see how I'm quoting now directly. See how I'm slicing these papers. That's how I'll slice up all you Jews and kill you. Disgusting. New York City woman who tore down hostage flyers ranted that. What I just said to you, I don't want to repeat it again. And in a moment, you'll hear in his own words from the victim what he had to say. This knife-wielding woman accused of ripping down posters of Israeli hostages and pepper spraying the man who happened to be a Jewish safety volunteer in Brooklyn. This happened last week as she confronted him. The NYPD Bravo put her in handcuffs. Two 18-year-olds have been arrested after ripping down these Israeli hostage posters in New York City. A group of boys spray painting swastikas and Hamas on Upper East Side buildings. The NYPD has released photos of, a, of the group of boys who climbed to the rooftop of several Upper East Side buildings where they painted this uh, nonsense and this happened. The four youth near the corner of East 85th Street and 3rd Avenue uh, in, in Manhattan. Billionaire and philanthropist Henry Suica, who is Jewish, has resigned from the Columbia University board. Again, I say bravo. He says that they have let pro-Hamas sentiment make Jews on campus feel unsafe. Here's one that I want to discuss, one of the stories that we're dealing with. A subway vigilante, John wrote, cheered and condemned as he's held on $10,000 bail in the uh, recent shooting in the subway, fired off a round. A man was apparently attempting to uh, rob a woman, 
And he fired off the, uh, the round and said, leave her alone. So there's criticism and support for the suspect. This, the latest subway vigilante as it relates to a uh, gunfire in which he uh, told the uh, man, get away from her just before he opened fire. People are fed up. I don't back um, yeah, uh, people walking around taking matters into their own hands in terms of vigilantes, but people are fed up. Shoplifting surged 64% in New York City. Guess what? More than any other U.S. city in the past four years. Not surprising at all. And former city and state comptroller Alan Hevesy has passed away at the age of 83, his career ending after being ensnarled, if you will, in that corruption scandal. And coming up, coming up, when we get to the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, 45 minutes past the hour, I'll tell you one of the things in my long career that I had to do that I did not want to do, and that was moderate a debate with Mr. Hevesy because I knew that if he sat down with me in that debate, that he was going to jail. And that is exactly what happened. I'll tell you in the Chronicles of Dominic Carter how the New York Times covered that debate. And um, Mr. Hevesy has passed away at the age of 83. So let's start with, and let me, and by the way, let's open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with the situation as it relates to that woman in Brooklyn who tore down the hostage flyers ranting, I'll kill you Jews, all right? Her name, 21-year-old woman, Melissa Uger. She's the one that was led away in handcuffs. Bravo to the NYPD. And the the security volunteer, a 52-year-old father of three, father of three, Mark Pomerantz, and she spray-paid him and then told him after he questioned her what you're doing, she said the same way she's slicing up the flyers, she would slice him up. And then she said, I'll kill all you Jews and kill you. I want you to listen to Mr. Pomerantz in his own words. This past Saturday, November 4th, at approximately 2 p.m., I was on Avenue N in East 21st, just taking a stroll. When I've noticed this woman cutting down the posters that are on the poles, which say kidnapped, I asked, excuse me, what are you doing and why are you doing this? She said, this is not good news. Uh, Threaten me and the Jews. I will slice you up and all the Jews the way I'm slicing these papers. To my behold, before anything, she lost control and became very aggressive. And she pulled out a can of mace and mason. I happened to be part of Shmira volunteer. And I was carrying my radio at the time. I pulled my radio out and requested backup. With all the burning, I chased the two, three blocks. Approximately the whole chase was about six, seven minutes. Um, Within two minutes from when I radioed in, I got the backup and we were able to apprehend her, recover the mace and the knife that she selected me with. Cut away in handcuffs by the NYPD. That is what has to happen. 
This can't continue. We can't turn a blind eye any longer and just say, oh, people are pulling down flyers. No, this can't be tolerated. It cannot be tolerated. And the NYPD should continue to make these arrests. So before I see all of your telephone calls, we are about to get to them right now. I do want to focus on the situation up at Columbia for a second. So the Jewish billionaire, uh, Henry Suica, has quit over the threats to Jews on campus, right? He says he can't deal with it. He can't take it. And uh, he says, and I'm quoting here, to send by silence when they should protest makes cowards of men, right? And so we know Columbia is just one of the campuses where this has been happening up at Ithaca and at Cornell and on and on and on and on and on. I want you folks to listen to, and this has been out there for a little bit, but one of the college professors at Columbia, what he had to say, he was so upset at what's going on at his own campus. His daughter is only two years old now. But he says because of what's going on right now, he will not permit her to go to Columbia years down the road. Listen to what he had to say. If my amazing two-year-old daughter was now 18 years old, I would never go to Columbia. Not because it's not a great institution, it's an institution, but because I know that she will not be protected there. Because the president of the university allows pro-terrorists to march on campus. We would never allow, never allow the KKK to march on our campus. We would never allow a pro-ISIS demonstration on our campus. He's right. You think Columbia will let the KKK with the, the, the robes and the hood march at Columbia? One set of rules for everybody, for everybody, everybody, folks. And in light of what's happening at Columbia, and that's just one example out of about 30 in our area. Jewish students are so upset. They recently held a rally, uh, a few hundred of them, and they this is what they sang uh, at their rally, uh, calling for peace. Listen to this, folks. I just found that so touching and I, I find it sad that they find the need to have to do that. Th these young people, because they don't feel safe and why aren't they safe? Because they're Jewish and this shouldn't be happening 
in New York City or anywhere else in the country or the world. In the world. It should not be happening. Let's go ahead and start with your telephone calls this morning, folks. Let's begin with Teddy and Yonkers. Good morning, Teddy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, thank God we have people like you. Dominic, you're just a, a savior to me. I stay up late because I've been, my sister is in the hospital. She's seriously ill. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, Mount Sinai, and we're going every day, and I I had to go get some sleep earlier. That's why I haven't been listening to you the past couple of nights. And uh, But I, I said I have to listen to him tonight. Dominic, when I saw the high school students in New York City, students that I taught, mostly, not not all, but many minority, and I heard this African-American girl spewing out things like the Jews. She used the word the Jews. The Jews are, they don't have, they don't, they're not supposed to be there. It's not their land. It's the Palestinians. Dominic, in the Old Testament, the word Palestine is never, ever mentioned. That's documented. They use the word Israel. The word Palestine is never, ever mentioned. The word has come about when, from the word, the Philistines, okay, when they were having fights, war with Israel, okay? And Dominic, the anti-Semitism throughout the country, it's worse than ever. All I'm saying is that any human being, whether you're Jewish or not Jewish, has to have the the moral compass to recognize what Hamas is and what Hamas perpetrated on October 7th. The barbarism, the cutting off, pulling out of, gouging eyes out, cutting off limbs. Dominic, I'm asking you because you're a smart guy. What's wrong with people? Why they can't recognize it, Dominic? What makes them refuse to acknowledge that? Whether regardless of race or religion, Dominic, why? Why does Presley, part of the squad, and and Bush, Corey Bush, why can't they say this? And they all say, what prevents them from saying this, Dom? What prevents them? Well, I'll hang up. And well, 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 wait, hold on, Teddy. Don't don't hang up yet. Okay, so. Okay. As far as the squad, I, I really try not to discuss them. I really do, because I think that they are staying on the American fabric. And all they do is rile people up and get us upset. Uh, and they, they use all types of tactics and devices to do exactly that. As far as I'm concerned, anybody that's in the squad should not be in Congress. That's that's number one. And I so second that. So you, you, you listen to the program, you generally won't hear me talk about AOC or any of those other clowns because it's a complete waste of time. Now, they are relevant because they're in Congress and the, the people have to wake up. You, you use the word, Teddy, moral compass, and that's the problem. People's moral compass is off. If, if this was a rally to support uh, Black Lives Matter, 
everybody would be down with the cause. I, I wouldn't, but I'm, I'm talking uh, uh, generally because I, I knew the kind that Black Lives Matter was from day one, and it still continues to be an absolute con. It just seems that societal-wise, our moral compass is off. Why? And I, I, I why? don't know. I, I'm going to go ahead, Teddy. Go ahead. Well, why? That's why I wanted to talk to you. Because, 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 because to put it in very simplistic terms, we love to hate. We, this American society, we love to hate on people to hate. And so, and I'm not, I'm not just blaming rap music, but the entire culture. And I, I, you know, the, the culture says, uh, represent the oppressed. That that's the message that goes across. That's the message that's reaching these young people on college campuses. They don't know anything about Hamas and Israel. All they know is this uh, this this myth. It's an outright lie that Hamas it, it represents the poor people and the victims. Hamas, they, they they've got to go. Period. Period. No other way to say it. They've got to go. They can no longer exist. All their members can no, can no longer exist anymore. I agree. Dominic, thank God for Amari Stoudemire and Mayweather. Thank God they spoke up. And Amar- I love what Amari Stoudemire said to BLM. F you. Right. Right. F you. Well, Teddy, I, I got to tell you, I wish you, I think you said your sister. Yes. I, I wish her well. I was born at Mount Sinai, the the, the main uh, hospital. There's so yes. many of them now. Yeah. But um, I, I wish her well there, and um, I will say a prayer for her. And thank you so much for your call, Teddy. Uh, and have a good morning. Try not to get yourself upset. We're not going to change the world overnight, you and You're I. You're a Let's great go. human being, Dominic. You're a great human being. You're a brilliant human being. And you're a compassionate human being and thank god we have journalists like you who speak you. up and are not afraid thank you teddy i'm i'm certainly not afraid um and it was nice what mark gastineau said at the end of the program last night um i will tell people i will tell you all of you in a nice way but if i think that that uh your premise is not making much sense i'm going to tell you and I'm going to back it up. I'm going to try my best to back it up with facts. We see all the calls. Let's go to Gary in New Hampshire. Good morning, Gary. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, uh, Dominic, I, I just want to say a couple quick things. I don't want to get away from your subject matter. Uh, but uh, when you do have people call in, uh, whether they're Jewish, uh, you know, Italian, Irish, uh, black or Spanish, I wish you'd ask them the question of, like, uh, why do you think people hate Jews so much? Because, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Because, I mean, when you think about history and so forth, you know, their education is awesome. They're very uh, they're very professional, doctors, lawyers, and staff. Is it because they've done so well for themselves? Uh, jealousy. And the last thing I'll hang up on this note is this. Uh, uh, today is a bad day in our history, Dominic. Do you know what the bad history day is about today, November 9th or 10th now? Just go right ahead, Gary. It's when Hitler went to the speakers and said, we will take from the Jews, and the Holocaust started in 1939, November 9th. And I do thank you for your time. Thank you. I, I do have to be honest with you, Gary. I do think part of this, uh, of the anti-Semitic wave, 
And it really does break my heart. And, and I have a personal interest in this. Here's my personal interest. History has already recorded what Jewish Americans did in the civil rights movement. I have a vested interest in this. They, Jewish Americans stood by African Americans at a time when they didn't have to, and it was to benefit people of color throughout the world. And it's just horrible, absolutely horrible what is happening. People want to forget that Israel is the victim here. And I I feel for the innocent people, the Palestinians, but my heart lies with the people of Israel. And I keep saying it night after night. I will not forget the victims of what happened to the people in Israel, October 7th. Larry and Brooklyn, good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. I'd like to answer Teddy's question. He was he was telling you, he was asking you why, Dominic, why, in terms of why don't we have any more values or, or, or morals in society? And um, I hail from the perspective of Judaism, okay? And uh, basically the Bible is, has become politically incorrect, okay? I'm just going to tell you, because, but I say what the what the what the bible says and what the what the holy people say interpreting the bible and i'll tell you what it, what, what what the cause is the cause is when sexual perversion becomes the norm in society, violence ensues. That girl who was arrested in Brooklyn, that crazy animal girl who was out of control, she's from the younger generation all holes are, are released, all limitations, anything goes with this generation, sexually speaking, okay? They could do any. they could be women, they could be men, they could cross gender, everything goes for them, okay? That's where the violence comes from. That's what the rabbis, the very holy people say. That's the answer. It's the sexual perversion and immorality, and it started in 2016 with gay marriage. All the hatred... You you put your finger on it, hating. Where did the hatred come from? In 2016, the okay, whole country wait, wait, turned wait, against wait, wait, one wait, wait, man. Larry, 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 you, you had me into you went into this side door attack on the gay community. Can, can we leave no, that alone? I mean, right. go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The hatred descended in 2016 when the Supreme Court legalized gay marriage. All the hatred, as you pointed out, we like to hate. It all, it all descended on one man, Donald Trump. He was the scapegoat. It was hatred to a level we never saw before. And it was no coincidence that it was in 2016 when the Supreme Court legalized gay marriage. And that's what's destroying this, unleashing violence and destroying this country. And I hope okay. Teddy is listening. Okay. So wait, so Larry, 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 yeah. we, we got serious problems. We can agree on that. And you're telling me that this basically started with our friends in the gay community and gay marriage. That is ridiculous. That's when it reached the crescendo of, of, of the hatred was unleashed. That before that. Okay, it was, so it Larry, was Larry, but, but Larry, little. but but Larry, before I move on, and I don't want to divert to the issue of gay marriage, but why can't we just respect the fact of let people love whoever they want to love. Why can't we just respect that? Why, why do I have a right to tell this individual who they can and cannot be with or marry? It's not a matter of loving. It's a matter of the fact that the Bible said you shall cleave a man shall cleave to a woman. 
Oh, he shall leave his his parents' house and cleave to a woman. That's a holy union. That's what the world was created for. The world was created for man and women, woman to unite together and to establish uh, godly values from as a result of that union. A single man was also a very big defect in society. If you don't get married, it's not as big a problem if you marry a man, but you're supposed to marry or get married. Everybody's supposed to get married because that's where the morality of the family ensues. A family produces moral values. It's all about the family. Well, Focus on the family. It's an organization that everybody should look into. Um, what's his name? Dobson. Uh, uh, I forgot okay, his first name. Hey, Larry, Larry I, I don't, uh, again, I, I don't want to get sidetracked, but based on what you just, so that means that two gay people can have values in, in a relationship or in a marriage based on what you just said. In a marriage? Absolutely not. That's a, that's a union of the devil. Two gay okay. people. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Larry, for your perspective. I disagree with you, and I understand some people agree with Larry. But again, I try and tell you folks exactly the way I see things. Let's go to Joe. Joe on Long Island. Good morning, Joe. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, the bottom line is that these idiots who are coming out, not just from Palestine, they're coming out for our enemies. It's Americans and Italians and Israelis were taken hostage. I pray to Christ that they are rescued and that the Israeli defense forces are blessed and protected. They're fighting the war that America okay, used Joe, to fight. Okay, Joe, Joe, everything you're saying makes sense, but I, I told you what my rule is, right? I've been very clear on what my rule is, correct? The bottom line is... Joe, I no, 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 no. I've been very clear on what my rule is, correct? The to properly identify yourself in your location, correct? Joe, no, 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 no. Joe, please. Have I been very vocal on my expectation? Do you know why I, I do that, Joe? Because people will call every show all day long. And you've done it yourself. And I'm trying to mix it up. And so I'm taking your call, expecting someone from Long Island and this from, I believe, Jericho. Well, I, would, I take your call. Why not just identify yourself properly? I did. I'm Joe from, Joe from Jericho. But the bottom line is. Okay, but, but no, 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 no. You're done right now. Thank you. Thank you for the call. I do not like when people uh, call and use false information. Folks, you, the 77 WABC listeners, support veterans and their families this Veterans Day by donating to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. All you have to do is go to wabcradio.com slash T2T to donate. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation does all they can do to support the veterans of our great country. Show your support for them this Veterans Day and go to wabcradio.com slash T2T and donate. Also, 77 WABC is proud to support the Lee Greenwood Concert Experience this Sunday, November 12th. You can send a veteran and their guests to see Lee Greenwood's All-Star Concert Experience and receive the DVD version for yourself, 
for a $50 donation, a contribution that is. Learn more and support a veteran now at adoptavet.com. I'll be right back. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. A number of stories we're discussing this morning. And, of course, Frank Morano standing by about 30 minutes from now, other side of midnight on this Friday morning as we honor Veterans Day. Troubling times we live in since the breakout, and we all know this, folks, of the uh, Israel-Hamas war. Hate crimes have exploded in the city. Two teenage uh, 18-year-olds arrested after ripping down Hamas uh, Israel hostage uh, posters a group of boy uh, boys spray paint swastikas stickers and Hamas on Upper East Side buildings. Billionaire philanthropist Henry Suica, who is Jewish, has resigned from the Columbia University board. And I say bravo to Mr. Suica. He says that uh, they're not standing up for Jewish students, and he is correct. Former city and state comptroller Alan Hevesy has passed away at the age of 83. I'll have more on Alan Hevesy during the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. Shoplifting, surprise, surprise, has surged 64% in New York City, more than any other U.S. city in the past four years. And something I do want to try and get in, if if we don't do it now, then perhaps Sunday night, 11 p.m., when I'm on from 11 p.m. until 1 a.m., Subway Vigilant. John wrote, cheered, condemned as he's held on $10,000 bail in the shooting, criticism and support for the uh, vigilante gunman. Uh, He yelled, get away from her just before he opened fire on the subway as a woman was being robbed, wrote apparently has no criminal history and has never been described as in need of mental help. He's been charged with criminal possession of a weapon, criminal possession of a firearm, reckless endangerment and menacing for the court on camera shooting uh, towards the individual. A lot to deal with. And let's go right back to your telephone calls on this uh, Friday morning. Robert in Brooklyn. Good morning, Robert. What's on your mind? Uh, Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, Well, in terms of the first call, Teddy, he mentioned about the word Palestine and that actually, he was correct. Actually, when Rome, you know, uh, 
ultimately they found that the battle of Kachva when the Jewish people got pretty much thrown out of Israel, that was the Roman Empire renamed to Palestine. And then, um, you know, eventually the name came back again. And then, um, you know, ultimately you would have a situation, you know, Jewish people wanted their homeland back. And then you had a situation where you had Jewish people there, Arabs didn't want to recognize it. And we're in the situation we have now. There was an attempt at a two-state solution a number of times, for example, with Clinton. No, no, I, we, we got that. What, what, what's, what's your point, right. Robert? We understand the history. Well, Go no, ahead. Right, what's your point? The, right. No, well, the, but the point is like this. The question is, well, why is the anti-Semitism there? And, you know, ultimately, you have to look at the education that people are being educated with, the journalism that people, what they're reading in the media, that makes up their, that makes up their mindset. The, people are I agree with you on that. That the, the Jewish people, Israel, is a horrible entity. To say that they deserve this, such a horrific incident that took place October 7th, a baby in an oven, I don't want to reiterate all of it, but 1,400 dead. To say that they, innocent people deserve that, you have to really be propagandized to believe that Jewish people like myself are the devil. That's the only way you can so de- dehumanize people so that, so that you can do that to people. And, you know, you know, for example, now you're, you have a journalism background. And when you see something like the New York Times jumping to say that Israel had bombed the hospital, which it turned out not to be true. It turned out that it, was, it seems like it was an Islamic Jihad it launched a rocket that went back and it went into the parking lot. But the point is, is that, you know, I, you know the educational system, they're, they're encouraging this. They're teaching kids that, that Jewish people, the Israel, the occupiers, they're guilty of apartheid, which is not true because it's actually the opposite. From my point of view, is the, the, that so-called West Bank to me is Judea and Samaria. That's Jewish property. And also Gaza, that's Jewish property. And then, but never mind all that. But, and then apartheid, you have, Jewish, you have all people in Israel. You have, you have Muslims, you have Christians, citizens of Israel. And, but they're turning and then they're choosing us. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the opposite. As far as I'm concerned, the, the Palestinian Authority and Hamas, they're the ones who are guilty of apartheid. You don't have Jewish people living in the West Bank. Like Christians don't have it so good in the West Bank and Gaza. It's just the opposite. But people have this mindset that the Jewish people of Israel are guilty of this and they're guilty of that and they deserve to be suffer so much. And, and that's the only way to explain it. Where, what are these kids being educated with? I, I, hear, I hear you, Robert, and I agree with most of what you just said. Uh, and I mean, I can't be any clearer than this. The, the victims in this situation happen to be the people of Israel. There's no other way to uh, analyze this, to summarize this. You can't say tit for tat. You can't say, well, 1,400 in Israel, but... How many thousands of Palestinians? Well, the Palestinians have, thank you for the call, Robert. The Palestinians, unfortunately, have no one else to blame but their brothers and Hamas. It wasn't the people of Israel that started this latest round. Eric in Manhattan. Good morning, Eric. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, how are you? Um, What you said about... The squad, you know, they are not worth bringing up. But, like, what kind of example are we setting? Like, they said some vile, vile stuff. You know, I, I hear you, and, Eric. I, I don't pay attention to clowns. I just right, don't. I know. And, 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 they, but, and they, 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 you know, maybe, totally. maybe I've been in the game too long covering politics. It, it's a disservice 
to the fact that they're elected to public office. And what they're doing is despicable. They're playing to the worst common denominator, if you will, of their constituents. They know that this nonsense... But not word one from Chuck Schumer or Jerry Nadler, and you know. But then Kanye West says something, and I'm not excusing any of this bad word, bad stuff. They tap dance on this kid's head. Like what example are we saying? And it's not an excuse. What kind of example are we setting? It's like really bad, you know. So someone like that should say something. You know, at least you know it's just, it's all political. It's loyalty to party, and like you know, it's really bad. The whole thing is just you know human and ugly, and just it's it's horrible all around. But that's all I want to say. Thanks, Thomas. Thank you, Eric. Thank you for the call. Let's go from Manhattan to Brooklyn. Good morning, Sean. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Love you. Thank you. Same right back at you, man. First of all, people need to read and get the facts. Uh, First, they're brothers. The Arabs and the Jewish people are brothers. And if you read a book about history, like your prior caller in the biblical times, they had the same mother. That's a fact. That's number one. Number two, the problem starts because they have a different father. Back in the biblical times, the, her, her man was too old to have another child. So you had Abraham. Okay. And then she has the Arab child. And there lies your division. They're actual brothers. Okay, I, I, I hear you. I got a lot of calls, Sean, so I need you to sum it up quickly. Go ahead. We have enough things in the world that could kill us without man-made stuff. Amen. Amen. And Amen. people need to wake up and read and learn history because enough, the COVID virus almost killed us all. There's enough things to kill you without going and attacking people. Wake up, because another another COVID pandemic is coming. Stop attacking Jewish people and everyone else. I'm with you, Sean, on that. I want you to do me a favor and calm down. I don't want you to have a stroke, my brother. Calm down. And, 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 um, just and everything else, and you have these criminals. Uh, the guy uh, saved the woman. That, that woman might have been killed. Had he not fired off a shot? Or so raped, what do you, you want or to punish God the guy? Knows what. Listen, I understand the vigilantes. We don't want it. We don't want it. The, right? The nation doesn't want it. But, but we want lawlessness now? Is that what we want? You can't have this lawlessness like this. And then people are going to start acting out like this. This, this guy is going to they're going to punish this guy now. But and they'll probably save that lady's life. I bet you that lady in Queens who got beat to, almost to death on the A-line, I bet you she wishes someone like him was there, right? You're right about that, Sean. Sean, thank you thank you for the call. I, I, I hear you, man, and you're passionate in your beliefs, and, and you're, you're often more, more than not accurate in what you are discussing. Thank you for the call, Sean. Let's go to Lindbrook. Let's say good morning to Joe. Joe, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, how are you? I'm, I'm going back a little further. I'm retired from the job. I go back from, to the 90s. All right, it took a long time to clean up that city. It's all gone to, you know, basically crap under Bloomberg, you know, not under Bloomberg, under uh, de Blasio and Adams. But the thing is, though, I'm one of the lucky ones. Now, I'm going to say this. I, I'm lucky enough to carry a firearm. 
Okay. Now, I don't know what I would have done if I was in those subways. I don't step foot in the city of New York anymore. You don't step foot in the city anymore? Nope. Without, without carrying. Now, it's the city I policed, a city I was born in Brooklyn, grew up in Staten Island. I don't step foot in the city of New York anymore. So now it's, like I said, I'm wait, one of the wait, wait, ones. Joe, 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 I want you to make your point. But how, do, how does it make you feel that on a personal level, you help clean up this city? You sacrificed your life to do it, and now it is what it is. Well, it's not only me. It was all the my brother's sister officers that came out with me in the 90s. And you want to know the truth? It disgusts me. Okay? And Adams? Yeah, well, I, I never worked for the man. Okay? But I heard about it when I was on the job. Hmm. All right? So hmm. it's, I don't know how. You know, tell you the truth, Dominic, if I was on that subway and I was carrying, I don't know what I would have done to protect wow. that person. What, what do you think? What do you, what, what do you feel? I, obviously, it might have been different if you were actually there, but right now, what do you feel you would have done? That's, i tell you the truth, Dominic, yeah, I would have saved the woman. I would have probably pulled the, I, it's now, it's hypothetical, I, I wasn't there now. Listen, I live in Nassau County now. I'm not in the city of New York anymore. I would have probably, you know, pulled the gun and told him to stop. And when he didn't stop? Now, there's a question. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know. But the thing is, though, my opinion is, that guy actually saved that woman. Now, you want it from a police aspect or a civilian? Whichever way you feel, but but I do got to take a break. So, Joe, just please wrap it up. But I, I really do appreciate your service to the city and uh, and what you're saying. So you believe you would have did close to the same thing that this man did. Yeah, exactly. But see, it's it's a difference because you, you have a license to carry. Do you think you would have okay. fired off a shot? In a crowded subway? No. No. No, in a crowded but, subway like that? No. Wow. Well, Joe, I, thank you for your service. And, uh, you know, I've been reading the stories about how the lines are through the door now for officers to retire because of all the mandatory overtime that's unfair and you can't get proper rest. You don't get to see your family. You're not being paid what you should make on the job. It's, it's a rough time. And so thank you well, for your service, a, Joe. I, I, I'm an old man. I'm retired a long time. I feel bad for these kids today on the job. Mm. You know, mm. I go back a different time. I go back under the Giuliani Okay, so wait, time. Joe, 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 I'm late for a, a break. But tell me, why do you feel bad for them? Well, because they don't get, it's a different time nowadays. They don't have the people that stick up for them. They're being bashed right. every day. When I was on the job in the 90s, we had our problems, but at least we had the respect. And you had and you had undercover units that were very effective at, at uh, fighting back against crime and 
Hey, Joe, I, I've got to move on. But, buddy, please, in the future, g- give me a call because I would love to chat further with you. Thank you again for your service to the NYPD and to the people of our region, Joe and Lynbrook. Folks, it is now time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls and the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Former city and state comptroller of New York, Alan Hevesy, whose career ended with being caught up in corruption scandals and uh, he went to jail, has died. His family announced he was 83. It is with great sadness that we inform you of the death of our father, Alan Hevesy, the family said in a statement. Now, I just want to talk about Mr. Hevesy for a moment before I go back to your telephone calls. Alan Hevesy is something, uh, my experience with him, that has lived with me throughout my entire career. He's one of the assignments that I had that I did not want to take, did not want to take, because I knew what was going to happen. So I'm looking at the New York Times from October 26, 2006. And it says, Hevesy in debate offers apology and some defiance. And then uh, it it also says in terms of, or at least, um, yeah, it says in the same article, what will you do if you are criminally indicted? Will you resign? Mr. Carter asked near the end of the debate, referring to the fact that the district attorney of Albany County is investigating Mr. Hevesy's conduct. Hevesy said, I'm not answering that type of theoretical question. I think it's really unfair for you to ask. What I never understood, and I hope Mr. Hevesy rest in peace. He made, he made his mistakes. I will never understand, folks, and th- th- this is a personal observation, why he did that debate with me. He had to know. He, I, I was at New York one at the time. I've been described, I'm not saying this to brag, but in terms of holding politicians accountable, that I've been described as almost like a surgeon with a a scalpel. And, And I think that's a fair assessment because I can slice and dice the best of them, right? From Hillary Clinton to Bloomberg to whoever it may be. And we had just finished the Hillary Clinton debate in Rochester, New York. So I'm about to board the plane to come back to New York City, rest of the press corps. And I get a call from the New York One political director. And he says, Dominic, we're doing the Hevesy debate on Monday. You're moderating. I'm tired. I got to get back to New York. And I wanted to call Hevesy and say to him, please don't appear. Don't do this. Because you know the questions that I have to ask you. And just like I thought, Mr. Hevesy, a short time after that debate, maybe a year, ended up going to state prison. But he is now uh, deceased. And I know it sounds weird, but I did not want to do the debate. I didn't want to moderate it with Alan Hevesy because I knew what it meant for his fate. And it's exactly what happened. But I did it because I had an obligation uh, to do exactly that. Let's continue with your telephone calls. Frank Morano standing by at 1 a.m. Let's go to Pete in New Jersey. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
right, Dominic. Three short statements for me. Quickly, because we're short on time. Go ahead. The earth itself has a personality, and it's the personality of Beelzebub, the demon. So be religious. That's what I say. The second one is for Teddy. For Teddy, all of us, a lot of people listening, we're with you. My sister died the other day, and she was in charge of her own goodness because nobody's going to be in charge of anybody else's goodness. So she definitely was happy to live, and she was happy to die, and we have to be in charge of our own goodness. And I I'm, I'm sorry to hear about, Pete, what happened to, to your sister. I, oh, I just want you to know that she's she's in a better place now. Your third point? She was Yes, third point is that good God the Father wants everybody to know how merciless and loveless the demon Beelzebub is. But we have free will, and he cannot force us. That's what I say. Pete, thank you. And again, my condolences on your uh, sister. Thank you for the call on this Friday morning. Norman in Brooklyn. Norman, it's got to be quick. Go ahead, please. Okay, Dom. I look forward to the day, Dom, when I can talk to you about alligators and crocodiles and uh, Big Macs again. (laughs) I just want to say that. And uh, I listen to Teddy. I I just want to give my listen. uh, I know we've been rivals on the radio in the past. I just want to say, you know, I love you, man. And I wish you all the best to you and your sister. And and, you know, and this whole anti-Semitic thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty horrible that we still have to you know deal with this 84 years after Crystal knocked, you know. Um, I mean, I could I could go into Dom. I, I, I think that Frank is, is going to talk about it on his show. And I, I could it, it's affected my family greatly. Uh, Eighty four years ago yesterday, my mom was beaten, assaulted. My grandfather was beaten, assaulted. Uh, they were chained to a, a light pole, both of them. And um, they ripped my mother's clothes off the brown shirts and molested her in front of her neighbors. And her neighbors were outside clapping. It was a horrible time, a horrible thing. And, you know, I, uh, you know, I just say, you know, we have to remember these things. And unfortunately, 84 years later, we're still dealing with the same crap that happened 84 years ago. It, it so. is remarkable. It, 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 it hurts and it's remarkable. I'm sorry that happened to your mom, Norman. Thank you for the call. You're Gracie welcome. in California. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, how are you? Listen, I'll make it fast. If I too much history, cut me off. I was nineteen thirty-eight, not nineteen thirty-nine. Crystal. Gracie, uh, go ahead. Yes. Oh, uh, nineteen thirty-eight. Crystal Knock, not nineteen thirty-nine. Also, the Jewish, um, the Jewish people were promised the homeland in nineteen seventeen with the Balfour Declaration. If Gracie, your, your phone is going in and out. Are you there with me still? No? Okay, it, it sounds like Gracie's not here. Let's go to Al in Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. You know, I heard the news about Alan, Alan Hevesy, and I know you had a history with him being a reporter uh, with New York One. Yeah, you know, I remember in 2001 when Alan Hevesy was running in the Merrill primary. Uh, he was running against three other heavyweights, and for a time he was a front-runner. But unfortunately, uh, he was defeated by a. Right. He came in a dismal fourth, and then later on, he got caught up in the scandal with Hank Morris and Andrew Stein, and that was it, basically it for him with politics. 
Yes. So, I mean, uh, he, he really felt, uh, you know, politically, uh, he was on top, and then all of a sudden he, he finished a dismal fourth in 2001. You know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting, Al, because, um, you know, I, have an, I had an obligation to cover him straight up, right, which I did, and I can be very, very tough. But I, 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 I will take it to my grave. Now, he's no longer here with us, and I never got a chance to meet with him privately after he got out of jail and say, man, why, why did you come do that debate? You knew what I was going to do to you on live television. Why would you come do it? And I, I swear, um, you know, I, 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 it's nuts. I wanted to call him before the debate and tell him to get sick, do anything, but do not show up at the New York One studios for that live debate. And, you know, it, it, it's interesting now because I, I was tired. I just got back from Rochester. And so I'm at the station. And what I would normally do before a big debate is I'm sleep in the back where no one can bother me. Only the executive producer knows where I'm at. I'm sleep for four or five hours. And so now I'm going into the debate. I'm well rested. And I know what I got to do to have a seat. And it, it just it, it, it wasn't pretty. Al, thank you for the call. Let's see here. We're running short on time, and and in just a second, I'm going to chat with uh, Frank Morano. But let's go to Frank in Maine. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Always a pleasure. You know, Dominic. Um, I I feel for that man who was arrested for for uh, saving that woman on the subway. Uh, the Good Samaritan laws seem like they're non-existent. I don't know what is going on when when criminals get away with murder and the people who are the Samaritans trying to stop the, the crime and the violence to, um, they get, they get arrested and they, they get 15,000 charges. This is the same thing that happened with that Dominican man in, in the Bronx. If I, if, am I, if I, hopefully I'm saying it correctly, the one who had to go back to Dominican Republic in Manhattan. All right. Uh, one more thing, Dominic, really quick. Uh, that, I, I love to debate Larry on the homosexual. I think it was Larry or Joe, but it might have been Larry, from the homosexual issue. I know homosexuals that are the best parents I've ever seen in my life. Dominic, have a great night. Well, Frank, thank you, and thank you for uh, making that point. And maybe one day I will have a conversation between you and Larry in Brooklyn uh, on that issue. Dominic Carter here with you folks, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Folks, it, it we are acknowledging Veterans Day, and if you get a chance, please go to wabcradio.com slash T2T to donate the Tower Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They're doing all they can to support the veterans of our great country. Show your support for them this Veterans Day. Go to wabcradio.com slash T2T and donate. Please help us out, folks. I want you folks to do me a favor. I want you to have a lovely weekend. I want you to try and relax. I will be back about, what, 48 hours from now, Sunday evening, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. live. I'll see you then. We'll be taking your calls. Have a great weekend. Coming up right now, Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight.